Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is February 27th, and welcome to Daily Dose. Today, we're going to move a little bit further into Nehemiah, and we're going to talk about having a zeal or a hunger for righteousness. Now, if you've been uh, walking through the, the Sermon on the Mount with us, we've been talking a lot about how the Beatitudes force us to turn from our own understanding to God's understanding. And we have to see through that lens how God works and how God moves. And and so today we're going to talk about having a zeal for righteousness. And we're going to talk about what it means in the Old Testament. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Nehemiah chapter 13. Nehemiah chapter 13, and we're going to begin reading in verse 7. It says, I then discovered the evil that Eliashib had done to Tobiah, preparing for him a chamber in the courts of the house of God. And I was very angry, and I threw all of the household furniture of Tobiah out of the chamber. Then I gave orders that they cleanse the chambers, and I brought back the vessels of the house of God with the grain offering and the frankincense. I also found out the portions of the Levites had uh, had not been given to them, so that the Levites... And the, and the singers who had who did the work had fled each to his field. So I confronted the officials and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their stations. Then all of Judah brought the tithe of the grain, wine, and oil into the storehouses. And I appointed the treasurers over the storehouses, Shalemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, uh, Padiah the of the Levites and the, their assistant Hanan, the sons of Zakir, the son of Metaianai, uh, uh, for they were considered reliable and their duty was to distribute to their brothers. So there is a lot that is happening in this passage. There's a lot that's going on. There's a lot that uh, begins to need understanding. But most of all, what's happening here is, is we kind of see a beginning of of what we would consider righteousness. Uh, after a, a, they had had a big celebration during this time, and uh, we read that during Nehemiah's absence from the city, the Jews gradually stopped holding the covenant that they had been going through, and they began this separation. Uh, from sacrifices. So what we see here is Nehemiah coming back to this. Nehemiah coming back to what was going on. And so in the in these days, the Jews were required sacrifice. They were required tithes. And, and so they weren't doing it. Can you put yourself in this position? Imagine that you blatantly were disobeying God. God had told you, this is what needs to be. This is what needs to happen. And you told God, no, especially in these times. How do you, how different do you think your relationship with God would be if he physically required you to give up part of what your, your, your earnings were? 
Now in the church today, we have tithing, but as I've been plainly clear, tithing is more of a heart condition. It's more of a consideration of worship with God. Here, tithing was a commandment. Tithing was expected. If you did not give a tenth or, or of, of your grain or your oil, your wine, you were inevitably separated. I want you to become aware of what God is doing in your life today. Now, we, we talk about this tithing. We talk about what is going on, but I want you to see the righteousness, the, the, Nehemiah's hunger for righteousness in this time. He wants the people to turn back to doing what is right. I want you to think about what does your relationship need today? Maybe today you need a Nehemiah in your life that is calling you back to a relationship with God. The Nehemiah that is calling out to you and, and, and saying, hey there, buddy, you haven't let God be the most important thing in your life. Maybe it's time to turn that around. Maybe it's time to let God be the most important thing in your life again. You know, to these people who were hungry, as we saw just a few chapters before this, grain was a big deal. Wine was a big deal. Oil was a great deal. And so for them to willingly give was a condition of their heart. It showed their love and trust for God because God does provide. Can I assure you today, whatever reason you have for not making God the most important thing in your life today, God still provides and he will provide in your most first place. I hope you all have a fantastic day and I will see you all tomorrow.